uh, was incredible, really. Um, he was just a life and soul of the party. Um, and honestly, he'd light up a room um, when he walked into it. So I'm Terry. I'm an illustrator from the lovely Weymouth um, Harbourside town in Dorset. And my link to the RNLI is with my brother Dan, uh, who we sadly lost to the sea in February 2020. He um, had the most amazing wit and humour and he'd have you laughing for hours and he honestly was one of the most um, kindest and caring souls you'd ever meet. So I have, yeah, lots of lovely memories with Dan. Um, One is he was the best man at my wedding and he wrote the most amazing um, speech and a poem about love, actually. Love is a place to aim for. Love is a place to hide. Love is what we came for. Love is what gives us pride. Love is what moves mountains. Love is always by your side. Love pours from our soul's fountain. Love is ever flowing like the tide. The day her dam went missing was in February 2020. Um, It was a bitterly cold and windy day. Um, and we knew that he um, had actually wrapped himself up really warm and had gone to uh, stargaze and look at the stars, which is something he loved doing. He loved all things universe and astronomy. It appeared that Dan had somehow entered the water on that um, windy day, and we'd been, actually been informed by the police and the Coast Guard and the RNLI um, that they were looking for him. Obviously, as a family, we uh, rushed down um, to to search too and as the night drew in they obviously had to pause the search but they reassured us that they were going to start again in the morning and and as a family that's all you can ever hope for that you know people are trying their best and we're all trying our best to to try and find him. The night we obviously had to leave the search um, it was terrible Uh, knowing that you know your loved one is out there somewhere and you don't know where they are um, it it honestly, I would never wish that upon anyone. It, it was terrible. Um, and, you know, the sense of the relief the next day when we'd found him is, you know, it, it wasn't the way we wanted it. It wasn't the outcome we wanted. But I, I think I'd still be sat here today and so would my family in, you know, in pieces because we wouldn't have been able to grieve properly. As we're so, obviously, we're so indebted to the RNLI for finding Dan, um, it's enabled us to grieve. It's an extremely long process and one I don't think will ever get any easier, but without the closure of finding him, we wouldn't have been able to to move forward. And just, you know, knowing that every attempt had been made to find Dan um, was was all we, you know, could ever have wished for. And, um, you know, Dan is now at rest in a lovely woodland burial garden. It, it's beautiful there and we're able to visit him and without the RNLI finding him, we, we wouldn't be able to, to you know, go and see him and just be at his place of rest with him. As time passed, I, um, I actually found through exercise that 
that helped me with my grief and I kind of wondered what could I do to give back to the RNLI after they'd done so much for our family. So it was actually in 2021 that um, my wife and I, we went on a 100k walk um, for the RNLI and we completed that and it was amazing, we loved it. So I thought, well, what can I do again? Because, you know, that's just wanted to do something more. And um, we were actually having a chat to the lovely Teresa at um, Weymouth Lifeboat Station. And she was talking about the 200 year anniversary of the RNLI. So I thought, well, I wonder if I could do a um, something to commemorate that. So I'm doing a 200 kilometer challenge. And that basically consists of a two marathons in March, which is along the southwest coast path from Charmouth all the way through to um, Lulworth. And then I'm doing the London Marathon, which I'm really excited about. And I'm very grateful for the RNLI to, um, you know, to have given me a place to, to run for them there. And then I finish off with another two marathons in May. And that, again, is along the um, southwest coast from Corfe Castle all the way through to Bridport. So, yeah, I'm going to be doing that um, with some friends and and family along the way um, for support with that one. Since signing up um, to the London Marathon with the RNLI, um, we've had a lovely team get in touch with, um, I think there's roughly about 20, 30 people um, that are going to be running for the RNLI. Um, And they've been helping us as part of a Facebook group just with like funding tips and um, just fundraising in general and even like um, training tips about how we can, you know, get get prepared. Um, And it's been, you know, a lovely introduction like to the RNLI running community um, from that. The training so far has been going well. Actually, the first, um, well, the the month I found out that I was going to be um, running the London Marathon for the RNLI, I actually found out that I had a a heart disease. So rather than kind of just, you know, sitting down and, and not um, going forward, I decided, no, I'm going to carry on and I'll do the 200-kilometre um, challenge. But obviously I now I have to adapt um, um, my training. There's certain heart rates which now aren't advisable for me um, to, to do, which it, it's tough, but... I before I have to potentially have like medical interventions I'm just really determined to do as much as I can um, while I can. When I'm at training and it's a difficult day and there have been some very difficult times um, I actually I've always loved sport and running so that's been that has got me through the the grief so the the exercise has really got me through that. and, you know, when it's a difficult day, I do always think of Dan. I actually sometimes think of him, you know, running alongside me. And that's, that's I, you just don't know, you know, what's around the corner. And to make the most of every day um, and every opportunity and to try and find light, light through dark situations is, that's what the, the training helps me do, actually. The challenge um, that I'm taking on for the RNLI is, it's really to to say thank you, and I'd I'd like to raise awareness of the fantastic work that the RNLI do, and to celebrate the amazing volunteers that they keep this service going. and And you never know when you're going to need it. My, my family and I we never thought we'd need the RNLI, but actually, you, you you never know. And 
we never thought we'd end up with such a connection to them, but it means the world that they are supporting me for this challenge and, and I can hopefully help them in turn. Um, and yeah, you never know when you might need them. And those volunteers that go out and put their lives at risk for others, it, it's incredible. Hello, it's Phil Coulter here. You've been listening to part of the RNLI's 200 Voices collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org 200 Voices or subscribe to the RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. Two Hundred Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.